Hello, viewership. Welcome to the second FME Free Music Empire Roundtable. The previous one was on the Roots Roundtable uh, with Zilla Raka and Rob from the Next Movement podcast. This one, I'm very proud to, uh, to be doing the Killer Priest Roundtable. I am your host, the Tobias Harris of the Hip Hop Bogosphere, 20, 20 every night. Uh, Dano, and I am joined. This is the Samurai edition. We got Swordsman here with us. Yeah, know it. Blade. Know it. Chop, chop, chop. Blades. Yeah, chop, chop. All day, so, all day. We on on one end. We've got Fat Boy Sharif uh, yeah. coming off an incredible Dad Bod Rap Pod appearance, like a great appearance because. I can hear one of the things I love about Dad Bod Rap Pod is I can hear them trying to figure out an album while they're talking about it. They don't come at it like, here's the deal, right? They come at it mm-hmm. like, we're, we're thinking this through together. And they really didn't know what to make of the album. And your appearance deepened their resolve to kind of listen again. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. They definitely, uh, that was definitely a dope ass interview for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, and definitely a lot of, People got put on to it because of that. People been hitting me up. So definitely shout out to them for sure. Yeah, you were right on that. The folk. You the were folk. right on that, Sharif, that like this is an album that's going to have to like burn for a while. Like it's going to have to, Gandhi Loves Children with Roper Williams. It's going to take people a while. But that's it's fucking refall because he's too prolific. He don't have the, he don't have the ability to let this joint chill. Trust me, yo. He could do like more videos. He could stretch his joint out, but he can't stop himself. So listeners, you know, get get your study on because there ain't much time because the next bomb is dropping. And I, yeah. it's not his fault. He, he can't help himself. But that's yeah. tru- truthfully speaking, you know what I'm saying, Reef. Like you know. Now <laughs> now you know with, with the accolades and stuff. This is one of those you could sit on for a mm. year, stretch out, do another, yeah. you know, a little video remixes. You know how we do. Yeah, yeah how but, you- but I know I know your your creative spin is a little different, so we'll see. It's how funny. It goes. It, it, it's funny you said that, Castro, because literally, probably in the next probably two to three months, we're gonna do like a reissue with some extra joints on it, with some there video. You so we're gonna and we got and I got two 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 my la, my next two projects done already. So they get mixed yeah, milk, milk this cow. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And salute, my, salute to you too, bro. That haram shit. That oh, shit. That wishing bad shit is a, you know, that wishing bad is a nigga at the time. I think it's one thing. Okay, no, 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 no. Because Dan got away. He going to get to it. So let's. let's so here's let's, the thing. Okay, okay. Okay, the thing. okay, 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 okay. So I was going to say <laughs> somewhere, Sean Combs is making an assistant cry, right? And <laughs> another assistant <laughs> is like sheepishly tapping. The shoulder and saying, I, I, I challenge that this? because I challenge that because I think you get a little rubric when you start working for Puffy, right? And mm-hmm. things not to bring up, right? And it's Fair like, what, what, like, what do they call them? Sight words. You ever <laughs> see them sight word cards? Yep. You give yep. kids or, or Rosetta Stone when you're learning languages? And it's like the name Puff Daddy, uh, <laughs> Christopher Wallace, Notorious yep. B.I.G. You know, it's like things don't bring that up. Don't talk yep. about it. So I think. He is. Uh, he doesn't even allow Puff to be typed in his keyboards. If he sees that mm-hmm. keyboard stroke with the P U F F, you get called into the office. Puff and yeah, J Law. No J Law. No Puff. No, 
No J-Lo. No, 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 no shampoo. Don't say right. shampoo around here. Never. No. So you get the, so you're like, you, there's probably the interns are huddled around wishing bad listening to that verse then. Uh, On the radio speaker, like low though, yeah. like, like yeah. low with their ears closed. Mm-hmm. Don't let it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not only is Castro one of the sharpest blades in the world, when like uh, when the the who would you have freestyle to save your life question came out, everybody was talking Castro, um, but he's also the most dangerous man in podcasting. Someone who has like helped me understand artists in a way I didn't before. Uh, I did. I understand Elucid because of you. Uh, I under, I understood how to approach these people because you're really good at knowing the moments that define people and and when they grow into their greatness um, appreciate that you gotta you got your shocker's gotta be right to listen to gutter that's a loose's nickname your shocker's gotta be right you might cause people having aneurysms listening to rom now they brains just frying <laughs> shit like oh shit yeah. <laughs> oh shit like you know on the on the call culture zoom there was mention of like sub-based diet and i realized i hadn't mm-hmm. gone all the way back mm-hmm uh, Yo, my started... man been casting spells for a long time ago. Original shaman. Like I know I use superlatives and words, but like it's it's when you describe a lucid, it's best to use those terms because those terms are apropos. It's yeah. not you're not being it's not hyperbole to call right. him a shaman and to call him an urban mystic because that's what my man does. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. he'll draw a circle on the floor and kill you with a twenty piece. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Trace it out with salt and all that good shit. So it's just like. Like I I I akin him to not similar um, expressions, but like the way that old dirty bastard was mystical in how they had to describe him when when yeah. it came time to description when he wasn't there when when he's not when he wasn't there in, in the cipher when they were mm-hmm. interviewing Wu Tang and you had to describe old dirty they would use so many different terms right. uh, circling the word lyricist or hype man and all that they had to use um, oh. you know what I'm saying they had to use more augmented words and that's the same way when you describe gutter when you describe a lucid. You have to augment what you're saying because he does it with the, you know, the spirit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's, and it's, it's an incredible thing. So, I mean, I, I just appreciate, you know, I knew you were a great person to have here to talk, kill a priest uh, who, I mean, what did, I'm, I'm, I want to say, I appreciate deeply both of you being here because any research you've done for this is too much research. Like it's, this is a person. This is daunting. This is a, he's a, he's a, uh, a third year college class. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a class. Six right? year, six year. Six, okay, six is <laughs> the extra one. Yeah, extra one. Right. It's, it's when you when you finish Great. all your electives, and you need like a good four credits. And you're like, damn, I took all the I took all them classes. Oh, there's a killer priest class. Okay, look, yeah. two labs. He, he, he was at the third year with Sons of Man. The three. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, that was the intro. Intro to killer priest was on the Sons of Man mm-hmm. curriculum, and then yeah, it's like, right. okay, all right, y'all got the time because. Did you finish your electives? Because you, if you don't have that extra time, you have to at 6 p.m. and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and by the way, I want to say I don't have much to say about Sons of Man. I tried to research we it. We will. I I, <laughs> I jumped into Savior Days by accident, and I was like, oh, well, banksters, is get this, out of here. There's no, real, there's no real blueprint for Sons of Man, because honestly speaking, I, I believe with Sons of Man, you kind of had to be there because it's a chronological thing. Right, right. So right. you get splashes of Hellraiser in them and Killer Priest. They all kind of a conglomerate-ish. Then Killer Priest pops off on his solo tip. Hellraiser's all on there. Mm-hmm. Then the Sons of Man project drops. So it was a chronological thing in terms of, and we'll get into it 
about your um your acolytes or you know your other auxiliary members having successful projects. We we're, we're, we're plenty used to them just tossing out whatever yeah. on the cosign. Having a Wu Tang like you got it on your picture, having a Wu Tang logo that was 10,000, 20,000, 50, what is that? 30,000 sales already, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So um the fact that like you would you would follow these cats. You always I know I don't know about you I always you know and Zilla gets on me about this. I always would root for the underdog and the group. So like I'm a you god fanatic. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> I go I go ham for you and shit. Really, I get into very <laughs> very deep arguments. So like sons of man, like the auxiliary groups, you know what I'm saying? Piece yeah, of 60 oh, yeah. second assassin, a cat that might pop off a shorty shit stain. He like, who's that? When are they coming back? The way it's Lord's fandom grew. It's Lord is, is a very acquired taste, right? You know what I'm saying? Escargo yeah. gold flakes. But you wouldn't think so because you're like, you're like, what you're like, what is he doing? Well, you know, head off your shoulder. No, this guy's spicy picante all over you. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it, sprinkle, it, you know? It, it's ill you say that because like I always look at like just a lot of different creators like that, where it's kind of like if we come in the in the site site for 10 deep, it might be four four niggas that people is like, all right, this right. guy, I see how this guy connects to this guy. And the third guy, the knife guy, you like, damn, he was so shit. Like, yeah, he with y'all. He with y'all. Yeah, like you yeah, like, yeah. with y'all. Yeah, but there's always one of those. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. And I brought up 60 Second Assassin, who was um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was related directly to old dirty. I'm not sure, cousin, brother, whatever. Oh, okay. But he he had a sing song, yeah, was talking, you know, 60 second wasn't followed. All right, y'all got a beat. Oh, I don't care. I'm just, you know, put the beat underneath me. Like that type of like <laughs> that yeah. beat ain't got nothing to do with me, kid. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. And so that, yeah. yeah. And it was, and it was also like, um, like Reefs, even because even Reefs, it's, it's very, I'll use the term, it's very scary to have an unorthodox style to put your neck out there, because what if people don't get it? You know what I'm saying? I'll it's even bring point. in the great, the great Billy Woods. I got into Billy Woods off of me finally figuring out Roscoe P. Coltrane out here in Philly, because it took a second. And you're like, you're listening to it and you're yeah. kind of getting it, but it's taking a second. And I remember my my people's being like, yo, Billy Woods is a genius. I said, did that Billy Wood thing you sent me? Like, I, and Woods knows it. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, yo, he, they, were, they weren't just saying he was good. So I get I can get when cats say they're good and I miss it. Right. They were saying he was a genius. And I remember like, okay, let me take, and I remember I having to stop everything. Because when I finally got Woods, I stopped everything. I wasn't doing anything. I just pressed play on history will absolve me. And I ain't gonna hold you. Then it, it was like, aha, yeah. aha, here's his pocket. You know, um, same thing with a cat like a car solo. Here's the pocket. Hell you yeah. used to look in center frame, right? You're, you're trained right. to watch yes. a film. Center yes. frame, Arnold's in the middle, flexing and stuff. But some cats got stuff going on at the edges. You know what I'm saying? And they're coming in with a whole different swing. And I think yeah. Wu-Tang taught us that. So anyway, when you have an unorthodox style, you're stepping out on a limb. Because the other eight soldiers, they're locked. They locked in. Two were like mm -hmm. flow masters. That's all they do is flow. Other mm -hmm. ones are slang doctors, whatever you want to call it. But then that one unorthodox, like nobody will forget old dirty ever, mm -hmm. ever. You know what I'm saying? And um, God rest the dead. All those other things. But his style, truthfully, because people just think he was human and high. No, he's singing. He's singing the shy lights. And I, I will always remember his verse on Diesel where he's breaking down so much science <laughs> and he changes his flow. And he's like, so I was like, was he having a bad, I remember that was like, he must've been having a bad day. He didn't sound no, in, no, um, 
no impurities in him. I don't know what he was doing that day. Uh, but he started, dum, 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 dum. that joint was like an axe, like a double-sided Gimli axe. Just chop, yeah. chop. I was like, oh my God. And I remember just being like, yeah, stop, don't sleep on dirt. You know, anyway, no, no, no. orthodox style. Yeah. I'm with you. That, I'm, no. And I think, yeah. when that, you talk funny about thing, like, his debut, his debut was my favorite Wu-Tang album ever. Hold like, it top, down, yo. Top to bottom. I'm like, that's it. The, that's, <laughs> that joint is crazy. Yeah, that release yeah. is crazy. And you know and the funny thing about it? Old Dirty um, in an interview said he was so, um, you know, skied out. Um, not Let me not say skied out. I'm like that term. He was just so elevated. He don't right. remember doing that record. <laughs> I'm mad. Listen, think of all the man I was reaping going to making a project and you don't remember it? Yeah. You don't yeah. remember the studio you in? You don't remember when you got the beat pack? You don't yeah. remember writing? That's a lot of blackout time. Now, you know, but um, I heard David Bowie say he don't remember two of his records. He don't remember, mm -hmm. like, because he was recording in such a continuous state. Right. He didn't, he don't yeah, know yeah. where anything starts and stops. No, it, 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 nah, that's real shit. You know, and it's crazy too, because like, even going back to Dirty for a second, like, did you, and I think it connects with Killer Priest too, like, to me, like, one of the strongest things that we got as, as creators and MCs is just our voice. And how yeah. just certain words come out. And like, I always loved like how I would say it was genius that they didn't let ODB rap on Triumph. I'm like, literally him talking in the beginning, that shit made the song so much better. Yeah, how, how about it? How about like, it? I'm like, if he had a verse on that shit, it wouldn't have been. It would have pulled the, the, yeah, the whole yeah, thing in like, the beginning. And I, I think he was he was locked down, right? So they put that dude in the um in the Baklava ski mask yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Funny yeah, thing, that was Papa Wu. I never knew that. Oh, that was Papa Wu in the video that did the, yeah. the falling part? Oh, yeah. Man, I literally man, found that shit out like a year and a half ago. I was like, oh, rest shit. God rest the dead. He just passed yeah. recently. Yeah. So talking about yeah, schools man. of Wu-Tang MCs, because it was a lot when it first came out. I, I was talking to Keith, my co-host, about it, that like we used to study the, that um, interlude on 36 Chambers where they talked about the different superpowers everybody had. And... Mm -hmm. We were trying to know everyone, right? And so, well, Wu Tang was legitimately, and that's the thing. A lot of things is, um, you know, in, you know, lost. And legitimately, they would roll with like a hundred people. Yes, like that's how many people would be at the performances on the stage with them, about fifty yep. to a hundred, and that's a lot of cats. And so, when you have a lot of cats that see that their their um their lead pack is doing this rap thing and it's working, like you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I think it was it was it was. They, 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 you know, they, they were reorganizing the DNA of a whole generation. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Great and so, yeah. So, like, there was a lot of, lot of acts that popped off. Good, then. And there were schools of thought, right? Like, uh, Ghostface and Ray were doing the dope, the, the pre-dope, dope rap. And then uh, Jizza and Killer Priest were kind of doing what 50 would make fun of them later called scientifical rapping, right? Like... Not uh, traditional, not traditional lyrical miracle scientific, just right. high science talking yes, about yeah. planets and energy, you know what I'm saying? But not yep. not not the flow wise, but just right. yeah, research, like right. The 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 stories are that Jizza like spends weeks on a verse and researches it and, and edits it and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, and well, that's yeah. like why why that's, how, that's how we do it. it. That's how we that do makes it. Sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes uh, sense for so Jizza like, is the MC that when everybody when he speaks, everybody listens. So he has the floor. So that's why he takes that time. He has the floor. Ain't nobody, oh, that's nobody laughing. And, oh, that's dope. They waiting for the whole meal. They get that whole piece at once. <laughs> that makes mm. sense. And, and the guys in the middle who, like you were talking about, Orthodox, 
who you could just plug in anywhere and they wrap their ass off. Like people like Meth, people like Inspector Deck, like that was the people. Maybe Capadonna might be in there. Yeah, um, yep, yep. just You plug him in, he just goes. Like it's not, he doesn't need the right anything. Um, nope. And so there were these different diverging schools and people who were in these camps. Um, and I think it was interesting to me to think of what what separated Jizza from Killer Priest. And I think some of what Sharif was talking about, like Killer Priest has a lot of voices. He, he can change his voices in a lot of ways, his tones in a lot of ways. His, he can get emotional in songs. He can get very angry. But uh, from he, first glance, you would think he was just straight monotone. But I get what Reef is going at. It wasn't monotone. He had that golden tone. His fair yes. cats that rap, their voices sound great amongst anything. Like it was, it was meant for them for their voices to go through a microphone and a preamp and come yeah. out the other side because it just it's like it's like this warmth around him. And he was he was always uh, demanding on a track. So if Killer Priest is on a track, and we'll get to that, of course. But like you know. Oh doing having a solo track on a jizza record as we can slide over so now we can talk haram and wishing bad so we we, we can talk about that now so like it was it's important for me to get on um when i'm on arm and hammer projects and to leave a decent mark it's it's um there's a there's a a, a level of quality um shack always has that stupid joke about you know g14 clearance and all that but yeah. that's what it is like this is this is a uh, rarefied air so you can't blow your shot, you know what I mean? And so I always take writing for them very seriously from like the first thing I did with them uh, when I did uh, the Duppy reprise way back in the day or when I did, um, I, I'm on a couple of their joints on the Half Measures uh, sure. mixtape. Yeah. Um, Zilla would always tell me I go to another chamber when I write for them. Gladly, I have now expanded that chamber to when I write all the time, but there was a right. time when I would, I would lock in a certain way with them. So when it came time to the haram alchemist production i know the stakes like you don't have to you didn't have to walk me through it or let me read the fine print or whatever but i also have stuff of theirs that hasn't come out mm -hmm. so i was i was like okay if i give them something i've had songs that's been on the bubble for all the um, hammer projects in the past right and so i was like all right so if i'm giving something let me make it a little shorter that way i won't feel so heartbroken if it don't make it but but by making it shorter i had to make it sharper you know right. what I'm saying? And so like I'm I'm spending less time, but it has to have double the impact. And I'm rapping with Woods and Elusive. So all of that pressure, you know, builds, you know, you know, carves diamonds, pressure builds pipe, you know, breaks pipes, busts pipes, makes diamonds. And so I try really hard to um put my best foot forward when I'm working with the guys. So I remember just like, you know, um, so in that vein. I hope I did a decent job, y'all. You know, I, oh, yeah. I hope I did. No, it was, I hope I did the it was beautiful. It, it was, it's a beautiful moment for what, like, in my head, I've been calling it the Armand Hammer Foundation. That you have <laughs> these, like, Kelly, Chris, you, more mother. Uh, there's just just all these other people around uh, fielded that just do great work with Armand Hammer, uh, and have and have grown with Armand Hammer. As, it's so funny, as, Yo, man. It's so funny you say it that way. I've been cracking up. Reef on the last two. You 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 focus on the R, so you go Armand. So it's like Armand Asante, and most people go Arm and Hammer, like the Vegas. Like so they go. You, said it, with, you, you go said it with two R's. 
You said he goes, too R, man. He, he like, 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 yeah. like, like if he was invited to uh, Zamunda to come into America, he's uh, an R now, but I think R, man. It's funny as shit, but it's fine. Keep saying it that way. No, don't, I, get I can't, I can't, can't do another. Then it's like I'm, I speak like really badly. Like, I like, um, you go, bro. Like French you club. No, that's, that's, no, that's, that's yeah. the dignified way of saying it. You say it with a pinky out. Straight up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I don't pronounce things well. Keep it um, refined. Keep it refined. Yeah. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? For real. Yo, let, look, look, wash your hands off with the lemon after each course. Like, we're not playing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Clear no, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. But no, it's, it's the way it is. But, you know, it's 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 a really great moment for, for the whole kind of foundation around around them. And it's... The whole scene great. in general, for sure. For it, sure. It, and it's great yeah. because... They didn't. Whenever they've leveled up, they keep the same people, right? It's not. It's not like, oh, now we're gonna get you know a feature from so and so because we can't. Uh, I mean, all- let's let let's let's give the flowers. Like Woods does have songs with Aesop Rock and beats by him. So like 100%. he has Woods has climbed to the mouth. He's climbed to the. He's been at the top of Kilimanjaro. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But definitely um, knowing him and uh, and he's my friend too. So like I know he gets. When it comes to creative, like, look, ain't nobody gonna outcreate my man. Like, he gets into this. So, like, a lot of things are done in service to the record. So, where, you know, he might be able to, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't put passwords that, I mean, he just did some of John Forte. I wouldn't put a pass where he has Raekwon. He just right. doesn't know where to put him. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even, he wouldn't surprise me with that. Or he has a J. Yeah. Cole verse tucked. <laughs> he has a J. Cole yeah. verse tucked. And Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you got, you know, you got a Kendrick hook. Woods is definitely a type would have a Kendrick hook. Well, Kendrick uh, eyelids. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> well, drink, drink. I, I want him. Drink. I want <laughs> him to pop up on other people's stuff. I want to be. I want like Billy Woods to come in and swoop in at the end of an Ari Lennox song. Now, see that. See, that's dangerous though. Woods, Woods. You know, you know what he does with features. So I think people. <laughs> Some people choose the like. Oh, they choose. They I think people treat you with like they do with black. Oh, black thought. They don't put them on their song. Cause they're like, nah, I don't know. Let, let's give him a solo. Let's give him a faster blade. Yeah, you want to do a faster blade? <laughs> <laughs> that, that midnight oh, yeah. feature was unbelievable from last year. It was like, I listen to that. Um, what's what's next? Damn, you sound so, a little muffled. Huh? You sound muffled. Like you sound a little real quick. Yeah, I was saying the Midnight Suns feature from Woods was unbelievable. Listen to it a lot. Uh, wait, wait, Dan, you're still doing it. Yeah, you're, you're like you're going in and out. I don't know if it's because you're moving. It's not you moving forward. It's like something's making you muffle in and out. I am. Audio is playing here. So. Oh, as long as you rocking, because you, you hear it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I hear it as muffle, yeah. All right. All right, well, I don't know. Oh, no, you good now. Okay. Now you sound good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It was like so maybe like a three or four second grace period that it was like. All right. Well, so let's let's get into it and talk about Sons of Man, the connection to that when when that broke out. Uh, was it was Killer Priest on the first one and then left after that? No, the funny thing is when he his first like debut debut was Diary of a Madman. So he was already doing the he was on um with uh with Grave Diggers, he was on it? Yeah, he rapped oh. the, his verse was right before I want to say 
It was after Rizzoverse. No, no, no. Yeah, it was into the realm of understanding. And you could believe yeah, how yep, I yep, it. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. And that, yeah, that's, yeah. but that, that voice, you know, there was so much going on. There was a lot of blessings, so that's why I didn't pick it up. Okay, good. There's a lot going on in that album. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that shit yeah. is beautiful. But yeah, that was, he came out with Sons of Men. And then they had the um first, really it was crazy because like when they first came out, the first 12 inch they had came out three years before the album came out. So they literally came out with the uh, Archangels, the um, hold on, cause I got it all. My bad. No, no, no. Oh, soldiers, soldiers of darkness, no love without hate, and five Archangels. So he was he was coming in out kind of like how I would say like Buster was killing all of the features and shit before the coming came out. He yeah, came out. Yeah. He did the he did the Diary of a Madman. Then he did the. 12 inches, the 12 inch with the Sons of Man singles. And then from 95 to 96, he had two joints on Dirty Album, the uh, America's Dying Slowly shit with Wu Tang. I remember that. Yeah. yeah remember the that uh, America joint. And then the um the damn uh Five Burrows uh corrupted soundtrack joint with uh KRS and fucking a whole bunch of other niggas on it. So he yeah. definitely like when he came with heavy mental, he was definitely four or five years in of people being like, yo, Killer Priest killing shit. Like, yeah, he had a solo solo song on Liquid Sword. Yeah, hell yeah. And Constructions he, Before Leaving Earth, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then yep. and he's on, what song is he on on, on, on Liquid Sword? He's on um, Wisely Between Two Pillars of Ivory. What's that one? Um, what is that? Yeah, that Fourth Chamber? Fourth Chamber? <laughs> no, not Fourth Chamber. It's the other joint. Anyway, you see him in the video, yeah. So that's a big thing too. You see him, you know, he's in he's in that video. So oh, Killer Hills, Killer Hills, one hundred three hundred four. No, 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 no. That's like a storytelling. No, no, he's on he's on Jizz's album on Liquid Soul. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. just on Bible. He's on a track, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll, no, I don't know. Yeah, Jizz okay. believed in him from the get go. Like it was definitely. Yeah, he he smacked he smacked him. I think you're right. I think it's fourth chamber. There it is. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I know he yeah, and dirty, he killed uh Don't You Know with Snakes. Like Yeah. Snakes that's that's one of my favorite first what? That's one of my favorite Wu songs ever, yo. Absolutely. 100%. This is crazy. I hear my heart when they tap me on my shoulder, tell the snakes all because his life is now over. I'm I'm with you on the on Dirty's first album. That was like, I was in uh, I was in high school. And we were just in this cold garage hanging out like all day because it's in Maine, and and that was the soundtrack. Like that was the perfect album for that. Uh, there was some spitting on there. Boy. Yeah, Jesus, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Yeah, and, and tons of personality, and, and it was yeah. It was just, and it was and like it was, feature late and like like a big pun record, but not because it was Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? I mean, big pun at pop. You get what I'm saying? There was a lot of cats all over that thing. But again, yeah, but they that, were in that. The features you know. would clear out and it's sweet sugar pie. And you're like, that's dirty. Like that's yep. good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. He definitely, they, they definitely cleared this. There was no cluttering on the stage. Dirty definitely had his um, his presence felt for sure. So, but yeah, and I, I was talking with, uh, with Blood Money Perez. We were talking about the new I Self Divine record, Rituals of Resilience. And we were, I, I mentioned this Killer Priest roundtable, and I said, one of the things that, that I think is important about Killer Priest's career is that 
if you make your name on your lyrics, on being a lyricist in your content, um, when you drop something like Heavy Mental, that su- a, a big chunk of that audience never leaves. I mean, that was a that was a planet. Like it was a lot of gravity to that record. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, and it's funny if you go to it now. I have the CD, but if you go to it now online, you can't play like. What is it about like three of the songs you can't play? No yeah, more. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few of those that are like the early yeah, ones. The opaque that I mean, I, I that could be a sample. It could be a million reasons. It could be it's not a, sample, a feature not paid. It could be a, a royalty, whatever. Um, but like you know, when you make that mark, you know what I'm saying. That was a heavy project, and again, it was amongst the Wu Deluge, and he wasn't a main member. So I think he was getting props for not being a main member and being that dope. These Once you start getting to the copy of a copy of a copy in terms of like affiliates and stuff, it the, the talent starts thinning out, you know what I'm saying, in certain places. There's only going to be so many people that were good on Killer Army, regardless of who was good in Killer Army. You know what I'm saying? It was Killer Sin and PR. Don't, don't, don't care what Ninth Prince tells you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you're Grizz's brother, but that doesn't matter. So you know what I'm saying, and 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 then like you know, uh, you know, my man Beretta Nine, I think he changed his name. You, he was a young MC getting better as they were doing. It. You know what I'm saying, and then you know, Shogun to me sounded like an old MC. He's like, I'm good at. So anyway, my point is, the talent gets thin, um, just just on just basic on um rap mathematics, and um, and Killer Priest wasn't, and and he was able to kind of have his own individual identity. Which is hard when you have a big conglomerate as well. Yeah, no, nah, hell yeah, for sure. No, and it's crazy too, cause like, it, to me, like, I would say, heavy mental was so fire. But I heard like, cause it came out on Geffen Records, and that's not yep. even like a hip hop label. And it's crazy, cause I heard it was a version of it before the version that even like came out. It was a, it was a way iller, more oh, crazy, word. abstract version that. I, I guess the label thought it was too, too, too crazy. So they made him probably tame it with more fake MC joints, like fake MCs, and like mm-hmm. more just like regular like shit that you was like, oh, that's a dope track. Like, like I love Cross Your Heart, but Cross Your Heart is a little bit more crossover ish. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I heard at first the album was more of like heavy mental type joints, and I'm like, sheesh. I, oh, I the whole, like, like the half smoke. He was also <laughs> in that realm in the. Spoken word pieces. This is also around the time of Slam and Saul Williams and yep. Bo Seau and yep. um, Sonia Son. So he would. He, I was in. I was in that realm too. I was in college, so I was all about spoken word and yep. um and uh, and that type of poetry at the time. And I'm a big Sonia Sanchez fan and Barack and all that. So then he has yeah, pieces Bo-Sia. like that. I love Bo That was oh Bo Sia is crazy. Um, and then he has pieces on a record. And I remember back then it was like you would get a poem in and out though. Unless they were yeah. like a high end poet, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gwendolyn Brooks. If you get a, if you got Gwendolyn Brooks or shit, something like that. But other poetry things, this is before Big Rube even got really, really big. But for um for Priest to spend a whole track doing that style and the beach is doing its thing, that would inform what, what's coming with his current renaissance to me. I think that's what he's tapping back into. Yeah. Um, and I know we'll get to that. Can I? Uh, can that I, damn, I ain't gonna lie. I, <laughs> I listened to that shit, like the song Heavy Mental. I was joking with my mans. I'm like, yo, literally, like, this could be the best rap song ever. Bro. Like, I used to zone what? out, just let it play, and I was yeah. I was gone. I was somewhere else. I tell people that all the time. I was not what? there. I that, that shit, like, no, because literally, like, to me, that a song like that is like the epitome of, like, why we do what we do 
or like a creative yeah. in the MC level, like, cause it's yeah. like fuck the clubs, fuck if the ladies gonna like this shit. It's just like yo, I'm literally writing to be the greatest writer of writer of, of what I'm doing. Writer, yeah. fuck all of that other shit. Yep. And you could tell yeah. when he, you could like I would have loved to been in for the studio session for that shit, cause you oh. could tell like. You know they lit candles and turn all the damn lights off. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. Put the blue, put the blue, like the studio has a bunch. That's only a couple of. Uh, so so when you change a light on something, there's like a what's it called? Not a shell. It's that it's like a, um. Oh my bad. It's it's a film. It's a transparent like film. And it's different colors sometimes. So you'll put it in front of a light, make it blue, make it red or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yo, bring. Oh, it's called a gel. He's like, yo, bring the bring bring the purple gel in here. Yo, tape it up. You know, all types of stuff cats used to do to you know, set a mood. Cause that was a, that's a whole mood, dog. You know, Fucking beautiful. Sound like a one take. It don't sound like no punches. Like, let's go. That might have been the third take and just mass city. Like, ugh. The I ugh. was gonna can I give you my nerdiest heavy mental take? Yes, uh, please. and hopefully this will appeal to you as a fellow philosophy major or uh, in there. Uh, yes, sir. so I was listening to Heavy Mental and trying to think, like, what did this album give me that I just wasn't getting from anyone else in 1998? Because it's always stuck with me and it's always followed me. Uh, and I decided that I think it's like, there's a way to look at what Killer Priest does in rapping that he's like an, uh, an argument for nonlinear time. Okay. Uh, there's like a, a French philosopher, Henri Bergson who talks about time is not a line, it's a chain that where the past and the present and the future link and bend okay. together and all that. Uh, and that's the way some of these verses are. There are verses where he's like, we were on slave ships, now we're Bloods and Crips. And he's like jumping hundreds of years. He just speaks about the expanse and not like an individual uh, moment or era. It's all one experience. And um, definitely his current, material is like he's you know he'll go to the 1500s he'll you know he'll, he'll come back on some tooting common shit and he'll then he'll be with uh you the know projects uh, yeah <laughs> with, 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 with john Locke. you know what i'm saying like yeah <laughs> definitely almost done so yeah where he puts the lens is just like nobody else right because there's you're going back to ancient sumeria but you're back to the block and you're just you're everywhere um, yeah he does that and I think that starts on heavy mental, and that was just something that I just wasn't wasn't used to hearing at all from other people. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, if we we want to fast forward to time, so with Killer Priest, I did. So I used to be a very heavy um, comic book collector, um, real big. And um, at one point, it got it got away from me. I was collecting I don't know fifteen titles. I don't know what stories I was following, and I had to stop. Particularly when I went to college and I left my collection at home. And then recently, three years ago, the X-Men started a new, uh, they kind of rebooted their uh, system with something yeah. called House of X and Powers of X. And I started collecting again. 30 years, give or take, later. I, I remember I stopped in like 95, 96, and then I started again three years ago. Killer Priest seems to me like that. I was off Killer Priest. Pretty much after, um, what's after Heavy Mental? It's the cure. Oh, uh, um, views, views from Masada. Yes, and then views priesthood. from Masada. And then priesthood. okay, so yep. like views from Masada, I was like, uh, you know what it was? I was, you know, you being very particular. We were very hard on the woo at this point. It's like we were yeah. being like, you know, microscopic. Views from Masada, you could tell he was getting a little more into his 
fucking with Just Blaze and all of that type yeah, of Yeah, a lot of stuff <laughs> going on. And so, like, yeah. yeah, so we were very highly critical. You made that misstep or one of those misstep, you weren't fucking them. So I stopped tuning in to Priest. And then I picked up, I ain't going, the, the Nebula joint. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and I would see all of his stuff coming out. I think that Curious Case or something. I, there's so many. I know we're going to run. He got like 15 it. albums. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> same way I would see J. Rude, The Damager, which I was a big fan of the first two oh, records. I love you. You would yep. see a project. You know, he, he, he took over Germany. He, he's out there killing. Still, I think. And um, you would oh. see a project and this project. And you would see these things kind of float, but they would just be ephemera. You wouldn't pay any particular attention to them. I don't know if it's our fault, their fault. Nothing was grabbing you or pulling you back. And then also these people had moments. I feel like a lot of people have certain seasons and then they go out of season or whatever. And so with this new thing popped up, I also thought it was kismet that everybody was clamoring for and they got what they wanted with Jay Electronica. And so you're looking at two guys who have very similar styles. And somebody that does it better than the other one. Your choice. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And then he drops this nebula joint. And I'm like, yo, what the, like, what is going on? Like, um, I, it, I, I think it was the production because Priest is going to preach. You know what I'm saying? For lack of a better term. And him choosing that production and be like, yo, all right, I'm just going to be falling like snow over all of this shit. Right. Regardless right. of what it does. Right. And it was, and and I don't know if the songs have any beginning, middles, or end. We were talking about the timelessness of them. I don't even know if the tracks have beginnings and ends. Like each track, so he could just keep going or stop, whatever. He don't. Not that, going that, that's ill. You say that too, because I remember like when I first heard it, the Nebula joint. I was, um, it's weird because like when I listen to albums, I listen to them like different ways to like really okay. like take it in, like on like the 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 wording of it. So I remember I listened to that. I started playing it, like, standing in my kitchen cooking. And I, the shit is like an hour and, like, 18 minutes. And I, yes. I remember stood, I stood up the whole time just, like, listening to that shit, like, God damn. I think the fool might have burnt. The house was on fire. I'm still just standing yeah, in the This nigga fucking on that shit. He was flying on that joint. He was actually yeah. yo, for real. No, but, but that's the good thing sometimes about, like, I love like when MCs like that realize that they don't really need the machine and they kind of they kind of really creatively need- too. Creatively yeah. too, because like you mentioned with that other record with just Blaze and all these other flourishes that you thought you needed in the 90s, <laughs> yeah. of course. You know, it's just 90s, 2000, everybody's doing it. But for him to um, you know, believe in himself after all this time and rest on his laurels, that's yeah. the thing, like recommitting to his original ideals and not and now having to worry about what happened. Cause he doesn't yeah. have to fulfill no, you know, major label, uh, you know, quotas and shit like that. Nah, hell yeah. Yeah. And I can tell him, like, it feels like things shifted towards what he naturally does well. No, that's what I was going to say. Like, I would say yeah. literally probably from like after the Walter Reed album, I would say like with this one and the, um, the one he, other, the other one he dropped after Nebula last year, the, um, yeah. Third eye, the beholder. Ooh, third eye and Technicolor. Yeah, third eye and Technicolor. Yeah, that's the I, one with the blue, with the blue Egyptian Sphinx oh, on the with front. The skittles, one, right? like it, like looks like. Skittles. Yeah. Oh, that one. What about the blue Egyptian Sphinx one? Then he dropped that one. Is that what this? That was this. Year? Yeah, that Lord got, Sun. That's the Lord Sun Heavy Mental One. Yes. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, he dropped the new. He dropped the new single. Yeah. He dropped the new single like two or three weeks ago. The um, okay, cool. I'm just that's, trying to that's keep the up. one. Okay. The Lord Sun. Yep. Yeah, that shit okay. is fucking crazy. 
but yeah, like with the Nebula joint and the Technicolor, like I love the Nebula one because to me, I'm like, this is his like best album overall, top to bottom. Like, and like Castro was saying, like you could tell, like he stood on his morals. Like I literally don't think it's a song on there that's less than like six minutes, nah, <laughs> and, yo. and it's like 22 songs on it. But every song, you literally like, it feels like a novel. It don't feel like something that, like yo. Yeah, it's not like you yeah, like these yeah. are like chapters you gotta stop and think about. Oh man, what the protagonist did and who has the secret this and like yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like when you're yeah. reading a book, and you just take a second, like whoo, like you get on a run reading a book and it gets good, and then you have to just take a second to take everything in before yeah. you lose stuff or you go back. Well, let me go back and read that again. And that's what you know, he got you going back, you know what I'm saying? Which is not common. Nobody wants nobody rewinding, nobody's present holding, you know, nobody doing that, but He'll make you move that scan, uh, that slide bar back and forth. Yep. Yeah, no, that 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 shit is beautiful, bro. Like, cause shit like that, I listen to. Like I always say, like to me, like he embodies kind of like how I look how I look at my work when I create. Even I can tell Castro the same way. Like I always say, like I want to be looked at as one of the greatest writers. Now I don't I don't want to be like the 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 wow. M, the MC shit is good, but I'm like I want my shit to be taught in classrooms or just different ways yeah. and, and different words. Oh yeah. And like, that's one thing I could tell he always, I loved about him, like that he always been like the inspiration for me. Like I could tell he took that to like the 10th power. Like, like if he wrote a movie, I wouldn't be surprised or a mini series. Oh, yeah. like. oh, yeah. <laughs> and look, it wouldn't have no ending either. Always just ended on a cliffhanger. Every episode and the <laughs> yeah. end of the series, what happened, what's gonna happen? I don't know, you know, here's another project. Like, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be one of them shits like Law and Order. They should have been on 42 years. Like, yeah, no, ending, no ending in sight, boy. <laughs> Never... Hell yeah. yeah. But that's so, so I think they, there's a good point to made in what we're talking about that, like, he's two artists, right? Like, Killer Priest is two different artists. And one of them is like the kind of semi conventional, almost pop artist, like from heavy mental all the way through to like uh, the to Elizabeth, the exorcist. Like he's doing like what part of the game is that on view from the Masada? He's got Nas on the offering, right? And like mm-hmm. uh, he's just got all kinds of conventional narratives around him, right? The horseman, the cannabis. Uh, forgot. Oh, I forgot about the horseman, yo! I totally yeah, forgot. Yeah. Was it Razcast? Razcast. Raz him. Yeah. Raz killer cannabis and um, what's up here? Corrupt. Corrupt. Yep. Corrupt. Corrupt. Yeah. Okay. And I always, I always, I always wanted to call uh, what's the name of uh, uh, another member, Pharaoh, because that the first, if you Mind remember, you. yeah, if yeah. you remember he the first feature. time, yeah, I was gonna say if you remember the first Four Horsemen song was on 2000 BC and Pharaoh had the skit right before it, and then the song came. Oh, oh shit. yeah, shit was oh, crazy. Shit. I, I, I didn't listen to 2000 in a long time. That's why I probably don't remember. Yeah, even though we had an episode on cannabis, we was like, fuck yeah. that, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Monch probably ah. fits a lot better than some of those dudes. I, I, but Monch does a lot of yeah. uh-uh, Monch does a lot of sidecar caboosing. He'll always be like last verse on a lot of shit. He's on a Sway King Tech, like back yeah. in the day shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, you know what I'm saying? And that's fine because Buster did it too. Buster, you know, you would see him in the Wu Tang documentary videos. Like he'll even tell you Buster used to have the um the chocolate tie. Yo, he used to hang around the studio, just be there. And then um, cats are like, oh, you know, um, what's up? And then you come in there, roll up, you know, coughing. Hey, you want to jump on this song? He's like, oh, okay. 
He's like, that's what he was doing after LONS before the coming. He would just be like hanging in the studio with, with chocolate top with this certain strand back in New York back in the right, day. Right. Literally tastes like chocolate. And he would just hop on joint just being around. You know what I'm saying? That's Hell awesome. Yeah, yeah that's yep. I didn't even know. That's uh but yeah, no, so he's and like Killer Priest never fully fits into the conventional artist mold. It never really hits, it doesn't make sense all the way. Uh, and I think my least favorite Killer Priest album uh, is The Exorcist from 2009. It is like wall to wall, those automatic gunfire, gunshot sound effects. It, it's very weird. It's like, and one of those, like, why would we want this from you? Uh, super tough guy stuff. Um, See, when he was started doing that, to me, it was like, I didn't call it this at the time. But like say, like I said with Jeru, this is like the cannabis thing. They still had outlets to put out CDs, but nobody cared much anymore. So they would just drop and drop. And I remember like, if you even look at how PR Terrorist was dropping stuff, it's the same type of frequency. They would be in the back of the rap magazines, like different type of ads. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. I, I, y'all remember the classic Fred Wreck ad? They started yeah. having like those type of ads, like back four or five pages at the end. Here's some album coming, and you'd be like, okay. But it wasn't with Razor Sharp Records, or it wasn't with, you know, there was no woo, you know. So you just, the cosigns were very important back then, is all I'm trying to say. Right. And without the cosigns, that was true, like underground, underground. Like nobody even cared. And that's what makes it amazing, no. is because I think if I, if I don't, I read that uh, the Killer Priest, they like, Post that's why he left Sons of Man was disagreements with RZA, and he kind of pushed in his own direction. Uh, yeah, he kind of like yeah. it, in between. I would say um, heavy mental in the Walter Reed joint. He didn't work with RZA no Wu Tang people for probably like ten years in between that. And then around yeah. then, that's when he got. I think it was maybe might have been two or three RZA beats on that project, and Deck was on the verse too, like. So I guess they might have bridged that situation up over the years or whatever. And he survived on his own. He survived on his own. Hell and, yeah. And and kept mm -hmm. kept doing his thing. I mean, that's not everybody can say that, right? Like, uh, so um, that was that was definitely a thing. But I think the turning point, like the end, the last album by that conventional killer priest, to me feels like the three day theory. Yeah, okay. the three okay. theory is like all about the death of his sister. It's very like emotional, uh, but it's it's really well produced. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. I think there's a lot of weird underground people on it. Is there copyright on that? Copyright kills it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy on there. Chewbacca on there. I come. Oh wait, 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 wait. Wait, the three day theory. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, so that's what my old label, Man Bites Dog. Yep, Last Emperor. Yep, yep. We get, yeah. So, so those yeah. are cats that were um kind of orbiting. Copy was like the flagship artist on Man Bites Dog back then, uh, and um there was other different connections that um that uh, Ryan was able to choreograph. So I remember that. I remember that specifically because I've seen the uh, the dead stock in the closet for that one. <laughs> so I know that. But no, like all those features were trip. That was Man Bites Dog um, mm -hmm. MO. I mean, they're still around and I'm shouts to them. Um, but there were certain cats that would be on certain tracks mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that comes off like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the album has some heat on there. 
There's a few joints. No, and it was produced by Count Fifth, and it was very. I think it was mm -hmm. very good. Um, yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah, Capadonna's on it as well. Uh, but yeah, there's. I think that's the last one he does that sounds like a conventional rap album because right after that is the one that really got me to disconnect from Killer Priest, which was the Psychic World of Walter Reed. It's two hours and 33 minutes long. Hell yeah. Mm. It's, it's, up there, it's up there with Braveheart. That's almost, you, you almost in Braveheart territory. Uh, running, I was so running offended. Yeah. I was like scrolling down and scrolling down. And I remember when it came, I'm like, man, fuck you, dude. I've got shit to do in my life. Like, <laughs> 41 songs. And he going to do one that's four hours later. He going to do Heavy Mental 3. It's going to be four, four hours and 27 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. <laughs> but but after that's when he leans into it and just starts going as weird as he wants. And I I, I think oh, yeah. the producer who gets him the best might be Jordan River Banks. Well, they got a lot of work together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jordan yeah, River yeah. Banks will throw some weird stuff behind him. And as as you said, priest is gonna priest. You know what? I'm gonna throw some, you know, some some weird, you know, violin in the background. I'm going to throw some, you know, strange Hasidic Jewish sounds back there and see what happens, you know? Hell yeah. No, that shit. I always, I always love Priest for his production. Like, it's, like, to me, like, those type of beats are some of my favorite type of shit to rap over. So, like, myself. So, like, I would, like, to me, that type of production, you can literally, like, you literally have to pay attention to the words. And you can literally... Craft it any way you want to craft it, where it don't have to be a yo. This, I, I, the lyrics not all that. The beat is hard. I really get what you said. It's like, bro, you got to get what I'm saying. I, I, I'm literally doing over to the. I'm doing it over a movie score, <laughs> like type shit. Like, and one of the things that surprised me listening to the to all of this Killer Priest was like, he he has a different, very different levels of visibility and importance. But he never really catches bad beats. Like, I didn't, I, there wasn't a period where I was like, these beats suck. It was, he, he just has a really good ability to find someone lock in and, and get the best out of him in a way. But yeah. Well, I mean, with his, his, his unorthodox song structure, you know, right. that might be a producer's paradise and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure, like, Reef, like, I know that Roper was like happy that you, you let him have part of the stage too you know what i'm saying on yeah. uh, on glc you know what i'm saying yep. so i'm you pretty sure there's, there's opportunity for that you know definitely yeah hell yeah let me ask y'all uh castro dan uh, if anybody tuning in who may not be familiar with priests and they want to if you had to give them a a, a starter's handbook or something like all right if you want to get into this guy you have to listen to these five joints or these right. five particular different verses, which ones would it be for you? Which ones would it be from y'all? I, I got a good, I got a good list. Like, okay, and okay. I got it kind of broken down okay. in different eras. So right. I got like, right. early shit and later pre-shit. Like, All right, I could just go over what, so it'd be like, cross your heart, cross my heart. Um, it'd be Bible, it'd be heavy mental. Like my stuff is the early stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah. It would be uh, what, snakes. And then I would tell him just to um, close your eyes and just press the fast forward button on the tracks for Nebula 
and just let it play. Like somewhere in the middle, just don't don't look at it, don't read the <laughs> title track or done. Just press a couple of times, not paying attention. That would be my fit. That would be my suggestion for them. Just let it play, like somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Hell yeah. So the way well, I would. What about you, Dan? <laughs> so the way I would organize this this track list would be songs that like seem like they're from totally different people, right? That would be what was fun for me. I would go from what part of the game is that to Andrea Davis from Rocket to Nebula, right? The mini Ripperton tribute mm. song. Like I would Ooh. would show people these different these different kind of vibes, like um, the well, that my my favorite single of his. Which should definitely be on there would be daylight, the light version, the the Black August daylight. Oh, wow. mm. I love Black August. I love the daylight, and I would say that that one, and you go into like summer meeting with a buddy from the third eye of Technicolor, where he's like, we decode the hieroglyphs in every sip, and I leaned over and told him, I believe that mushrooms evolved from jellyfish. Vice versa, take your pick. Like he has these. I, I mean, mean. I I couldn't resist. I started keeping a word document full of these insane lines that I was like, "That's what I'm saying." You could just reach. He's like a lake. You could just reach in and grab fresh fish. Like just reach in there and just grab. It don't matter what. You're like a koi pond. A koi pond. Anything you grab out of a koi pond is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. God so like, people need to hear that shit. People need to hear like, you know, like there's another one, Star Tide Floor Lamps uh, from the same album. One by one, the dolphins leaped over a hydrogen moon, swimming around the darkness, creating a cosmic whirlpool. The beluga whales begin to speak and click and buzzing in their schools, waving their flippers. The Big Dipper, Big Dipper will cool. Like that, <laughs> this dude is nuts. And no, nah, it, 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 it's ill that you like breaking out certain lyrics because, like, to me, like, that's the beauty of like priests, like, and like the Anything. beauty of like true lyricism to me that you can literally just be like, uh, it, it, it's kind of like, like, per, like me personally, like, when I write certain shit, I'll just spit it. And I'm like, yo, if I can literally just, if somebody can walk by on the street and hear me say it, in turn, like, mm -hmm. what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, that shit is tough. Like, there it is, is at any like, point. At any I, point in the I can in tell the he, he practiced that shit to the 10th. Right? He gonna make you turn like, what the fuck you just said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So I think it's the psychic wall, world of Walter Reed that divides the kind of uh, early priest from nebula priest. Yeah, uh, definitely. That would be definitely. my thing. But the, the so the horseman, to wrap up that discussion, I never thought the horseman would happen. I never, I never really wanted it to happen. They mostly be working on some I mean, good. <laughs> yeah, I, because or well, the horseman comes after after Golden State Warriors. So like your your belief in these things to come true, and then you know how it goes. The memberships change, quote unquote, and stuff like that. So I remember like uh, Slaughterhouse was like, "Oh, this could happen." Like that rap supergroup stuff would never. They would. It would be one song. And a bunch of promo, and then right. everybody would drop their own stuff. Like I said, Golden State Warriors came and went right before that, and then um, like Liquid Crew, but like those are like loose because right. to me, Liquid Crew and Native Tongues, it was all loose affiliations. They weren't like oh, yeah. it was official. like sixty five people in both of them. <laughs> it's like, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so like to, the funny to bring it to the current times, to to think about 
that and it not coming to fruition, but then you have something like, um, what is it, Mount Westmore, mm-hmm. like the stuff actually happening. Yeah. Like when it does happen, it's like, that's why we all want it to happen. That's why we believed in it. When Westside Connection hit, oh, three people God. ain't had nothing to deal with each other. I'm serious. Like one is a crip and one's the blood. Like, what are you doing? Like literally, okay? Like literally. Like literally, not figuratively. No, this is not artistic. <laughs> one is steep, one steep paru, and in the other word, you know. Um, so like, oh. you know, so that when that stuff happens and it works, you're like, all right, dope. Um, but so when you hear of whispers of it, I'm, I'm I can go back to the commission, uh, Biggie J and um yep. Charlie Charlie Baltimore, yep. Murder Inc., original Murder Inc., DMX, mm-hmm. uh Ja Rule yeah. and Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? And does it does it happen or does it not? Um right. Uh, the oh wait, uh, my, my big one, uh, with Pharrell and Lupe and what, what, what oh, they call? Oh, um, 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 the you not U.S. places because they had C- the one song C- U.S. places. Yeah, the song so U.S. play it was like CRZ, the Rebel something. They had Child Rebel Soldiers. Child, yep. Child Rebel Soldiers. Yep, CRS. Yep. <laughs> and they and they yeah. then then uh, I know, but after Child Rebel Soldiers was uh Kanye good music. Which is kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. weren't committing to it, but they were showing like loose Justice League of America affiliations. Well, I think the, the super group I knew wasn't going to happen the most was it was one with most deaf, Jay Electronica, and Currency. Sheesh. Like, yeah, no. What were they called? What were they called? What were their name? They had a name? They, I think they did have a name. Let me. It's always yeah. a name because that's that's I mean, what a hype comes from. There's always some weird on that. It was like there's no way that is gonna happen. Literally, I'm not even gonna lie to you. You saying that is hilarious because do you realize how easily currency would have been getting smashed on them fucking songs? Like oh it, man, he would have surprised well all over again. Yeah, like what the fuck? But currency wouldn't even care, like, yeah, I'm living <laughs> jet life, you, you know what I'm saying? That would have been a horrible group. Terrible oh, group. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense because those nah. like currencies like always working. I, and I love them. It'd be like it'd be like, it'd be like doing ha ha three with Rasco, and I love Rasco. <laughs> you can't put Rasco over Red and Bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> one of those, like, it's hard enough about Rasco being with Planet A. I love Rasco though. One of those like, what does Jay Electronica and Currency talk about? I don't, I don't get. Um, I mean, well, they would talk about them slabs though. They could talk about slabs and, and the car life. Yeah, because Jay, you know, you know, on that normalness. But now, you know, we don't know where where most excuse me, Yasin is. So you know, he might he might think the car missions is a bad idea. That's his words. <laughs> <laughs> car missions. <laughs> so what About so air quality. So Sharif, what what songs would you put together? You have five songs or whatever, and you're just you're just gonna put them together for the non-priest aficionado. Then for some reason your um sound still going in and out too, huh? Now it's doing it, it's doing that same thing again. Yeah. Here? Okay. Yeah, you good now. It just okay. So your five songs to get people into priest. Alright, I'm 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 I split mine up in the early priest, later priest. So cool. early priest, it'll be heavy mental, obviously. One step. Yeah, uh, I put Mystic City on my high explosives, and his verse ah. crazy, and his verse on the um, what's the name? Snakes. Like we were talking about how crazy that shit was. Later, Priest, whole Nebula album, top to bottom, Woo. and 
because it after the uh, Walter Reed thing, he started doing this thing too, where he did a lot of dope, ill animated visuals for like a lot of his songs. So like, uh, so like that's another thing he incorporated that I'm loving. Like, and from the, the that era, I picked the Wing People, uh, Grandfather's Land, Saffron, Alien Stars, and the uh, it's E I N S O F something like probably from like a few years back. And he just dropped one like two months ago called Go, um, Ghost Hamu Rabbi. That's fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, Ghost Hamu Rabbi, yeah. Yeah, what, one of the things I enjoy that, like, he was, Killer Priest was always linking all the mystical, magical, wild shit to his writing. So he was like, when I write, these planets exist and these, Hell yeah. these jump these time frames. And so he was definitely. The magician center stage being like, this is the show and it's my show. Uh, so it was, it's good. You, you don't want to be too humble about it, I guess. You want to, you want to keep it consistent. Hold on, Dan, I figured it out. When you lean back, that's when the sound is fucking up. So literally just, yeah, Fair. stay like in one spot right there and you yeah, go. I move too much. That's yeah, all right, you're right. You go right there. Once okay. you do yeah. the, once you do the dip back, the the the, the, the sound does some it the just, audio it's fact, not just the, the audio gets deleted. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you go right there. Hell yeah. So yeah, I just I think that's and it, we you were the call out culture cannabis episode was great because you kind of talked about like how how hard it is to listen to a lot of cannabis, which is yeah, with the um with the vocal tones and the lack of um diversity. And it's funny because you choose, you, you pick and choose that because there are some MCs that really don't sound that much different. You know what I'm saying? But then there's some great MCs like Jay-Z. So that's all you can come up with. You're like, like they're not afraid to dance with those are the, you know, that's, that's actually to separate some people when they're not afraid to let their voice um, do some work for them. And so like with cannabis, it's just like droning you after a while. It's just like, oh my God, like how many, you know what I'm saying? Molecules is he going to talk about now? Whatever, like I'm going to so, periodic on. table we cover. Castro, let me ask you, because I think, it, to me, like, just from being fans of them both, I think Cannabis might have slightly had, like, a priest type of career where it's kind of like he had the fire-ass feet. He came out with the classic feature that everybody knows. Yep, yep. His, his album, his first album came out. It took shit when it first came out, but to me, if you go back, it's definitely gems in there from Buckingham Palace to... There's like, a few. I, I, like, and in 2018... And I would say, like, from 2000 BC, he had a good probably four to five years, just like, eh, with a, a lot, all of the different releases. Like, but to me, I kind of like picked up again with the um, Bronze Nazareth album. Like, to me, that's my I favorite. Heard, yeah. That's my yeah, favorite. People that shit is ridiculous. That like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but again, but like this, so, I mean, you know, he was inundating us, you know, it seemed like he was, my thing with cannabis, um, it seemed like he was bored. So, some of these projects, when they come out of boredom, and he has so many rhymes. There's there's a there's there's a there's an ability to hold back. Like, all right, these books I was writing and practicing, but I'm not gonna release those. He released them. And yeah. He made a song out of everything. I can tell he writes probably saying? like 73 bars a day that he's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna. And they all coming out. Yeah. And they all coming out. Yeah. No editing. No editing. And because you have that lack of edit, and you want to get out everything. I mean, you know, it, I'm pretty sure his situations turned into what they turned. So I'm pretty sure it's compensated. But there's definitely an edit. And some MCs don't know how to edit. And I mean a long form. 
like edit, cut a song. Like, he could never cut a song. Are you kidding me? Oh God, he's, I recorded 24 songs for this thing. And 24 is going on there. Oh, he's not cutting a song. So to be able to edit, I think is another skill. And sometimes those cats are victims of their inability to edit. Where they just give you everything and it's just an inundation of so much, so much. And hey, you know, I'm not, like, I'm trying to rap till I'm 60, I don't care. But at the same time, I'm, I'm a curator. You know, I edit heavy. You know what I'm saying? I'll go and trash a whole verse of mine. If it ain't <laughs> I just did it. That's what I'm laughing at. Yeah. No, hell yeah. No, that's definitely, that's the beauty of just knowing how to literally take uh, the, 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 two, the two and a half hour amazing film and make it into an hour and 20 minute masterpiece. Right. <laughs> like, that's the true art of that for sure. Like. And while, while King of Peace albums are always too long, like always, even when they're 14 songs are too long, they are, they're still like, you're gaining something. It's still, it's still good to be there uh, because of how you organize thought. I think you had, that's a Oh, lean up more, Dan? Dan, lean up again? Yep. Yeah. How you organize yeah. your thoughts. Like, Killer Priest is great at organizing his thoughts. Like, cannabis will wrap you through the periodic table, but like, Killer Priest will will kick a bar and be like, I got the periodic table in my crib. I put my feet up on it. You're like, oh, that shit's great. And we just move past the periodic table. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I can tell Priest, like, he seems like somebody who, like, write in sections. So it's kind of like uh, a lot of times as creators, we might have an idea, like, where it's like, all right, I know I want to touch on this. I know I want to make the song three minutes. I know I want to touch bang, bang, bang. All right. Four bars here goes perfect with it. And mm -hmm. these other two bars, they don't, but one word is throwing the whole rest of the six bars off. So I'm going to scratch that and put another maybe four bars on it next month. That's like, oh, shit. This shit is fucking nice. <laughs> and when it's all yeah, exactly. it might it might be a year later, depending on how surgical you get with like, how you putting the idea and thoughts down, but I can tell us a lot of that. <laughs> Definitely a pyramid builder, like a wide base, oh, and then building on, yeah, great, and building on that thing into to the to the pinnacle to that point. And like I said, the point might, like he he'll leave songs unresolved because the art's finished, and that's 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 a big distinction. You know what I'm saying? Some people write songs beginning, middle, end. He writes right. like we talking about time as a flat circle. He writes songs to write a song. It doesn't have to have a conclusion or it doesn't have to tie up in a nice tidy bow at the end. Right. And there's a there's a lot of freedom to that. But Lucid does that too. There's a lot of freedom to that. Just stuff that exists in space. You know, I could like we say, I could take this back to the 1500 and play it for them and they get it. And the cool the cool part about the and the, well, the cool part about this revolution, the nebula revolution that came about with last year was I wasn't reading a lot of like sites reviews on it. I was just seeing rappers talking about how great these Killer Priest albums were. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just kind yeah. of a word of mouth, like people being like, this is amazing. And it's, uh, by the way, Nebula is not my favorite, Sharif. I like Third Eye in Technicolor better. Yeah, that should have, uh, funny thing, I gotta, um, I'm gonna tap more into that. Cause I remember it came out in the same year as Nebula. So like really last year was like off the charts with like just amazing ass albums to uh, literally, literally like sit and like build and decode with, which I like to do. So 
the uh, Technicolor joint, I remember hearing it like, yo, this shit is dope as hell. Yeah. But I didn't sit with it as long as Nebula. So I definitely got to go back and sit with it for sure. Like, especially like off of the shit you was saying earlier. I'm like, yep. God, yeah. <laughs> what the it's fuck? A f- <laughs> every song, every song in Technicolor is just this full dive into the nature of reality and uh, the just wild, wild imagery is fully un- unlocked and just, how long is it? It's very long too. Um, yeah, Nebula, that shit is like an hour and like 20 minutes. <laughs> audacious, as one what, what would call it. <laughs> yep. Very audacious. But it's, it, you know, and I did get to see him live uh, in Maine. He did come to Maine. Mm. It was. He seemed like he put on a dope ass live show. <laughs> yeah, how was that? How was that experience? So it was. It was interesting because I bumped into this girl that I had a crush on. She was with her attractive friends, and then later on, her attractive friends are on stage, pre twerk twerking to heavy metal uh, instrumental with. with <laughs> with Killer Priest as he's doing his like biblical references, you know. Oh, he definitely yeah. He has a twerk section in his live show. Oh yeah, they get up there. Yeah. So I was that was a really yeah. good, important moment for me to be like, wow, both things are true at the same time. This is hell yeah. Is it, I'm gotta like, get him, gotta get him one that can do both. Ain't that what the women want? They want one that can do both. Hell yeah. Once I, next time I go to the strip club, I'm bringing Nebula. I'm gonna be like, yo, yeah, y'all, better, y'all better spend this shit the rest of the fucking month. Play Hattie. track seven on. Play track eight <laughs> on, yo. How these girlies in here going crazy to you know fucking uh, drop, dropping real knowledge. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Bring my ass down to the Onyx or something. Be you like, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you. <laughs> you. <laughs> 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 Where is why, son? Bitches handed out Wu-Tang manuals and shit. For oh. real, yo. Oh, man. You can't throw your money that night. You got to have it gently wrapped in bands. Hand it, hand it to the whip. Nah, go. they're going to do the, gonna do the <laughs> skin shit in the wrist. Where they scan the wrist and get the, get the money out of that shit. <laughs> Let's see a chip. Let's see a chip. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Put your chip, present your chip. They like, at the end of the night, cats all hazy. They're gonna look at their balance. Damn, like future is now. I had to go front, Castro. That's an ill ass song concept. We gotta do that shit. <laughs> all right. Hell yeah. Yo, the uh with the palm chip in the strip club. Yeah, hell yeah, the palm chip in the strip club. We gotta do that, yo. Now it's all fucked up. The third <laughs> verse is the about wife. your your chip has been denied. Is that the whole like your Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the chip is up? That's it. You you it's turn the dust. You evaporate as soon as the chip is up. <laughs> yeah, you like a, life a, a mop in a bucket. They give you a mop in a bucket. You know, clean up all this. No, yeah. look. When the chip is up, they make you get on your hands and knees and pick up all the dollars. You count the money. You, you go into the count room. And shit. You just count money. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> all this. Look, that's your money. And shit. <laughs> Real talk. Oh yeah. shit. It's uh, so what and and. Uh, there's been talking on this on Twitter. Um, why are the covers so bad? Why are his covers so bad? What is going on? I like the uh, Nebula cover. The Nebula cover is ill to the me. The Nebula cover is dope. The yeah, new, I like, the, I, the I new guy the joint is dope. The animated, the drawing ones is dope. But like him, Capadonna, there's like a race for like 
Just yeah. like what what's what's the worst thing we could do? What cousin of mine needs a stack and I could call him up and he got a computer or a Mac and he could do something up for me real quick. Those look like my old mixtape covers back in the day when I had a deadline. I was like, yo, I told everybody I'm dropping this tomorrow. I ain't got no artwork. Can you stay up for two hours and do this shit? You're like, yo, put my yeah. face half pigeon, half uh, <laughs> 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 What is it? You have a pigeon one? No, I don't know, but just do it, man. Do it. <laughs> We're too far into it. We can't stop now. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, I bet you the jewel would be sitting down with him and asking about the covers because then his explanation would probably have a lot more doing than understanding. Like the three day theory one had the you know the whole silver samurai half cut off, you know that was dope. But then there's you know, yeah. I, I will say so like the, the heavy metal one was dope with the uh, oh, of course with the yeah, planet. That, yeah, that yeah. shit was ill. Like that's crazy. That the the nebula one was dope. The Technicolor joint was dope. The uh. The Walter Reed, the latest one. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, and then you know, the uh, and then we want you to finish, but the photo shoots because, like, the stock pictures on the front. This is taking me back to MFC Magnum Force days. These are horrible yep. photos. Like, horrible. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. Yo, you got a roll of film. Did we take a pictures last week? Here, just use this one. Did you proof it? Look, just go, man. We don't got time. Like all these questions. Cats had no time to proof it with the little magnifying glass. They just said, go, go, go. These are hard. And that, that was the thing. Um, you know, but again, it, the funny it's it's funny, but you look at like Jay-Z never had an album with a bad photo shoot, no matter yeah. how rough it got. 50 does have weird cups. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people yeah. compromise for whatever reason, budgetary wise. Castro, we 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 gotta set that up for a call-out episode. Worst hip-hop album covers ever. Oh Ooh. yeah, we got that. We putting that because that because see, but here's the thing: the funny Ooh. thing about that is people will come at that pen and picks up like, no, there's a lot of there's a lot oh. of mastery with those. The oh, symmetry, is, right? The bears standing with their hind legs. You can't front us over that. But there's some like you see that that new dude that brings that goat thing. You see that goat thing that guy, that guy got going. Yep. Oh my god, he's so like a real goat. There's a, there's a difference between like a terrible cover. And a cover that's so bad it's great. Like, so when I first saw the Rocket to Nebula cover, I was like, this is weird. What is it? And then I was like, wait, there's a gnome with a rocket in the tree? Yeah, okay. that, but like that cover was like all right, beautiful, you know. All right, trick daddy, slip and slide. Jeez. With all the little computer buttons on the front. Like, first of all, it's dot com errored out. Like, you can't even get away. It's the computer screen, right? You can't get oh away from it being dot com. But his face on there, slip and slide. Like I think the lettering is like spilling. I don't know. Is is it great? Is it's it bad? Is terrible. It, <laughs> it, it might compare for, for 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 ninety nine and two thousand Miami. It might get looked at as fucking uh oh. It takes a nation of millions. They hold that joint up over their head of the boom. But I mean, it's a great like you know. Don't get me wrong, but like. Oh, but then something as uh, you know, we can talk about it, you know. But like, like I know people that didn't like the chronic cover, but I, I feel like y'all didn't understand like the little, the little hanging ropes, and you know, there's all that little opulence. Yeah, that was always dope to me. Background. Like, yeah, yeah. that's what was and it's weird. But the weird podcast worst covers. Think, that's it. That's it. That's a combo for sure. I think yeah. Trina's covers were great. Like the, the baddest bitch. The well, when she, she was giving the, uh, when she had the, she had the, uh, hell the no, Dino, fuck out of here. 
Good covers yeah, wasn't shit. That. She just looked Yo, good. She had the high heels and the panel. And we said it was her. Like, I would, I would read. It was her on the cover. Like, uh, that was horrible. Like, yeah. like the red yeah. person on the stretcher. I, I am probably blinded by my love of Trina. That is that's that's no, probably no. attacking. Yeah. Here's the funny shit with shit like that. I look at shit like that as like, damn, in real life is this dope. Literally, she doesn't seem like she could save your life at all if she really worked at a hospital. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no. If, no, if I was fucking dying right. and she came in, I'd be like, damn, I just want to fuck. Fuck it. Yo, bitch, on the patch charge, like, what's the jewels on these things? What is going on, man? What's that certificate? Don't let her team wear the mask on her face. Like, I need yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. As a very young like, person, yeah, my eyes were popping. Like, like, wow, she was good on this. But yes, if I was a grown up, I'd be like, this better be a story album about what's happening on this cover because <laughs> what is oh, happening? Man. What happened to his oh, head? Is he okay? <laughs> or like, um, what was it? Um, Foxy Brown's second record. Oh, nine, China nine. Dog. That was fucking terrible. China Dog. That was lazy. Lay with the silver. <laughs> that was so lazy. <laughs> Yo, that was some intern doing a job for somebody that forgot about the deadline. And they were yeah. getting yelled at on the phone. You better get this thing in there or you will never. And they were sitting there because they were sweating because they would have got fired if it is. And then when they went in, they were all quiet with their fingers crossed. Oh, it made it pass. It made it pass for editors, yo. Because <laughs> that was not the plan, yo. Not the plan. That was not the thing, that's how I always felt about the um the Nas Nostradamus album cover. I'm like, what the fuck? Like with the hood on and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I get it. Wait, you didn't think that yo, he made for the um the I am, he made the Egyptian mask. He actually had that joint, like no, 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 not not I yeah, I know, I know. I'm just comparing uh, them. I'm just comparing them, but he didn't make that one. So then you go to then you go, then you go to die. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, yo, I'm gonna put a big, I'm gonna put a big ass hoodie on. It was literally like and the album wasn't shit. So like, yeah. and it was one of those ratted hoodies. Like, give me one of them Jesus hoodies. Like, yeah. that, like a claw was all ratted and shit. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> <hell?"> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because of the other one, where he actually had the whole Egyptian headpiece made. Like, yeah, yeah that was that was that was lazy. Nas and Genuine, you owe me. Oof. Oh, I that love that song. That that does. I love that song. Baby, it back gets, like it you gets, it gets the asses bouncing when I go to the, when I when I was in the club pre before COVID. It used to get the booties bouncing. Yeah, so I used it, to compare. I have curly hair, so I'm all genuine out. They compared me to genuine. So when that joint came, I was like, "Sure, everybody hated me." I turned that shit up. Ah, I'll be shaking my shoulders. Ah, yeah. I love that track. <laughs> I know, I know it ain't shit, but I love that track. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be doing. We be. I be in the mall. We be on the escalators and shit. I be replaying. The video, you know, fuck that. <laughs> Where the brave hearts at, you know? I'm the only one in my record crew that love the brave hearts. Everybody like gags, but I love, <laughs> I love all of them, yo. They was so love. except Jungle could rap, but the rest of them could not. Big horse, horse step. He's like, man, y'all ain't embarrassing me no more. Horse step after the first, <laughs> and he had some good lines. I know they were helping each other out, but you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yo, you oh, horse like, had the look. Man, ho- I, ho- Horse had the, the, the big the big ball the big man ball right. head look. He looked yeah. like Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, yeah. But just like your man, I know you like this motherfucker, Reed. Your man I-80 and shit. You can fuck with that dude. That dude was horrible. He had a record, yo. He had a record deal with Ludacris. That's oh, I-20, I-20. I-20, yo. I said I-80. Funny that the nigga looked just like I think he died. He came back as Freddie Gibbs. He looked just Freddie. like that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he was J Rock with a face. <laughs> <laughs> he looked just like Freddie Gibbs. I don't know why. I'll tell Yo, you if but... you want if if somebody could do like a documentary on a bad record label mismanagement, 
disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace. You want to know about this? Who was the other peace label? Who was the shorter one? It was I twenty, and what was the other one? Oh, little fake, little fake, Yeah, Sean. They bumbled the Sean. They bumbled the Sean back. Oh. That was right there for the taking. Dude, she was on a bag. Out, man. What are you doing? What are you doing, Luda? You say, oh, but no, what happened was remember, um, and there's a little caveat that that they they was they made that group album, his, hers, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she she stepped Battle of the Sexes, but then she stepped, and then that's when Luda made that his own album. It was on some Rock La Familia stuff. But you yeah. can hear some songs that Sean is supposed to be on there retorting, and there is no retort, it's just Luda. Yeah, yeah that was, and that to me that was funny because that wasn't a good look for Lou. He shouldn't have done that either. It just looked weird, and then he right. he started falling and started doing more fast and furious. Sad, sadly, I own that album, and I get ah! I get I get, made, chicken and beer. I get made fun of when people come to my house. They're like, "Bro, how the fuck you got this battle of the set?" I'm like, Bro. "Battle of the sex on man, CD. Man. Yo, he got all vinyl. With the big ass insert, you pull out the vinyl. And shit. They got the, the lyrics. They got all the lyrics. They got all the lyrics and cursive. Yeah. That's and a awesome. big ass picture of Ludacris, yo. <laughs> yo. That's incredible. Wait, wait, wait. Incredible. did he have the fade yet? Was he? Did he cut his head? He cut yeah, his head yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. already. So we ain't have to deal with the yeah, afro. Yeah. Chicken and beer. Oh, that picture yo. on chicken and beer. Yo, think about that. They set that up. That was a shot. Daniel, that's what you gotta understand. It was a shot. They set up all that chicken in front of them, the women, yep. like that's a shot. Oh, and they're like, all right, stay still. Yeah. And then shot shot pictures of that shit. Terrible. All day. All day chicken and beer. Dude. For real. What what when Ludacruz was Daniel, to let you in, there was is a coon equation. And you don't want to fall into the like, you know, you don't yeah, want to fall yeah. into like a coon hole. And he went right. at first. When yeah. he <laughs> he was skating close to the right review, was close. He was like real close and he wouldn't go there. And he went right there, man. He, he said, like, oh, shit, I got to trick it in fucking Hennessy, bro. Chicken, yeah, but yeah. I got I to gotta cut my hair and, and be in traffic. That yeah. was it. He was like, oh, this rap shit. I cut my hair and be in traffic, yo. <laughs> well, and, and that's why the, the equation you're talking about, like I have, I'm in Maine. I have a lot of like black friends in Maine and they'll be like, I love watermelon, but I can't eat this in public. I can't let exactly. white people and that, that, look at me explain, eating like, watermelon. Like, for the stereotype. Ah, you know, it, yeah. it, look, look, they've been working on that image too much. Like I'm telling you, there's like bubble gum. There's all types of brands with the watermelon. So like, <laughs> you know, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I have to be extra to be also no homo how they eat bananas now. You ever see it? Mm-hmm. Y'all see it? How they break pieces off? Shake it in the and eat bananas <laughs> and shit. So they watermelon is. They got a damn car yeah. air freshener that smell like watermelon now. Yeah. Yep. So same thing with watermelon. Chop it up in the cube, put it in that little uh, fruit, fruit yep. thing, and eat it with a fork. There you go. Yep. That's that's the recommendation. Oops. No oh. doubt. Uh, Sharif, give me... So the one of the interesting things about Priest is there's so many different skills. He, he does wordplay. He does punchlines. Uh, he does the, the kind of cosmic stuff, the research stuff, the personal stuff. What are specific skills uh, that he that he's given you that you've built on and learned from and and enjoyed? It's funny because, like, for me, I would say probably the the most significant one to me is just like patience with your writing. Where it's kind of like, mm-hmm. like I said, I could tell is him creating songs like Heavy Mental and the Nebula Project and the uh all of the other sons of man's joints you could i could tell like he literally like took right in 
as serious as he can take it or something like, all right, in, in, in life, this is the main thing I'm supposed to do. I want to get, I want to be celebrated for what I do. And right. just like his attention to detail, we're kind of like his, like you said, he can talk about stuff and create his own world. Like, and for that, I always looked at it like, yo, if I'm going to write and create, it got to be as beautiful and as captivating as possible, whether it's from the production style, from voice tone, from visuals, from uh, just uh, putting certain things together that you might not ever hear put together in a certain way. Like, even just like t- talking about the lifestyle that like he's from, like the Black Israelite lifestyle, like he touched right. on a lot of different stuff that a lot of people never even touched on and knew about in, in thorough detail. But he did it in a way where it's like, all right, I get it, bro. I get it. You're preaching to me. It's, it, he did it in a way that you're like, yo, I'm 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 feeling this like like I want to dig more deep into this lifestyle and what he's talking about type shit like. So educate education like is one of the main things. Yeah, I Castro saw an interview on YouTube and somebody was like, uh, "Killer Priest, do you consider yourself a five percenter?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "Well, Killer Priest is kind of every spiritual thing. Like, he kind of he's the first." like mainstream not mainstream but like rapper's rapper that wasn't like a christian rapper or anything like that he was like i am invested in everything spiritual every different path you can take uh that fall feels connected to him somehow yeah i mean it's crazy because his podcast too he touched on a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. like i mean so yeah he comes across as like a spiritualist in terms of like when i went to college um I was off the Christian farm. I was a Baptist. I was raised Baptist. But at college, you gave me the opportunity to study, study Western religions, to study, you know, Eastern stuff, like just to dabble in it on an academic tape on tip, learn about Buddha and all these other things mm-hmm. from an objective standpoint. And it seems like priests is on that same tip because if you can look at everything, you know, even if you go with the whole one God theory, you can just break it down from there. So then you look at, oh, what's their one God theory and, and, uh, and other things. So because like it also makes you worldly you know what i'm saying like i used to always say this thing about um you know some christians will think you're damned if you don't you know take christ as your savior but i was like if some little kid grows up in the outer mongolia how can he be damned you know what i'm saying he doesn't even speak our language so right. what, he, what would he know about somebody um labeled a christ you know what i'm saying so i think it's just uh similar concepts different languages and religions are different languages of similar concepts and Killer Priest is 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 our um, our thesaurus of that religious language, but from the spiritual context. And he's going to touch on anything. And also, he's not just a globalist. You know, he he thinks the universal concept. So like, all right, you on this little planet, Pebble, <clears throat> we going out to the nebula, literally. You know what I'm saying? What's past the Milky Way and stuff, and like high end telescopic things. Everybody sees that video of size and proportion to see how Earth is to the red dwarf, to this cosmic anomaly, to the binary right. systems and stuff. We're almost microscopic in a sense. So like he writes from that perspective, like <clears throat> don't get too full of yourself because there's a universe out there in the in the black dark with all these suns that can make you like really feel small. So like I I took from him on a stylistic point, the um the one syllable consistent flow, I'll do that, like a run. Uh-huh. Um when I first write and it was like you, it was about couplets. So this this line has to wrap with this line. But then <clears throat> you learn Scario. 
you could take people on a journey where this line wraps with this line wraps with this line wraps with this line. Now they're kind of like, what are you going to say next? And then that's when you can flip it. And so Priest had a lot. I, I, I'm not the best at stream of consciousness stuff in that way. I do it in my own little way um, right. with it more so being in service to the rhyme. So my stream of consciousness is more in service to the rhyme. And if I can get uh, little droplets, gems within that, then so be it. But some cats can really take you from one stream to the next. And now we on this train and we on that train and um, and keep you there for a minute. There's a lot of that with Killer Priest. Like we'll, I'll, he'll take you to Munich, Germany, and we'll stay there for like four bars. And then, you know, we'll come back to the Bronx. So, uh, you know, that's dope. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And, and sometimes, like, in my life as a writer, like, I've become most interested in writers who write nothing like me. And because their skills are so interesting for me to study because they're so different. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you know, it's, it's important to kind of rotate those, those through. Um, yeah, ultimately, I kill a priest. I, I don't. I hope the legacy is the writing, and how endless and promising a blank page is. Like when you when you have a blank page, you have anything you could hope for. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That would be my legacy. Thank you for coming. Uh, Sharif, thank you. Castro, Absolutely. I am so happy and so proud of where you are in your career. Oh, yeah. uh, it's It's been so exciting to watch. Um, and, and anyone who is discovering Castro through Haram, there's a song to start at, and this is, this is Castro's directive. Winter 87 off Fidel, just okay. press play on that, and that's you go from there. Thank so, you, thank yeah. you. Get it done. But, uh, and I would say, uh, to end, I would just say, Chet Hanks, get off social media, just just let it go. Just hey, go. wait, read books, Dan. Hey, he is he, empowering white boy summit, it's some empowerment there. And, and it's been hard for y'all recently, so I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's some reclamation going because it don't seem as threatening as other things that have been deemed, you know, oh. white boy summer. You see, there's a little power in there. I don't know if you'll have to. Got to Got to yeah. mitigate. Got to see what's. Got to see what's good. You at least gotta. We just gotta see what's good, yo. See, see what the first couple of. Uh, see what the first couple of. See what the first couple of Instagram stories look like. History is full <laughs> of white boy summers, and it's been. It's been rough. It's been white boy red summers, yeah, man. So yeah, I, I mean, don't need more. Chat, chat, chat. Seems I don't know. You seem harmless to me. Kind of funny now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you know, I, and and look, hey, Chet's always worried about that big black line through the will. So like, he he got it. He always got. He, he can only go but so far. You don't want to get that crossed out line. You don't want to get crossed out. Don't get crossed out, man. Don't get crossed out. Subscribe, rings the subscribe to the free music empire don't comment because i don't fucking care i'm not gonna read that shit uh enjoy subscribe to my man dano man subscribe, subscribe. Empire. Boom. You know what I'm saying? hell yeah call out Do culture that. support my call out culture family everywhere